You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one recap for this week's Sony Open. Joining me to break it all down, it's Kyle Porter, KP. Hello. How are we doing, Rick? What what's uh what's that hat? Uh this is a minor league baseball team. So I cannot remember there's about 25 teams that they redid in a Cinco de Mayo mm. uh, style. They rebranded them. So this is the, the pinatas, but I cannot remember what the real team actually is. I'll have to you, know, you know, you know uh, who minor league baseball should have uh, consulted with recently. I'd love to hear live. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, because Live has, I, I, I don't want to talk about Live, but they have all these ridiculous team names, <laughs> but they did them in like the worst way imaginable to where you're like, is that, is that clip art? Yeah. Right. And, and, and it's kind of the same thing as minor league baseball, but they do it in the best way imaginable. Right. And in the most marketable way imaginable. Yes. And I don't know, I'm not smart enough from a branding and marketing perspective to know there's got to be something that's like a differentiator there. I mean, the the logos for one. So do you know the the recent, I don't know, last decade or so of minor league baseball, how all of these teams are rebranding to the rubber duckies, the iron pigs, the uh, trash pandas, like all this stuff. That's that is one company, one branding company that's doing this. I think we t- I think we've talked about this. I think you told me this when we were in phoenix maybe or uh yeah i think we talked about it there i i I had forgotten though that it's just so it's just one company that like consults with all these teams essentially so so i think they're called brandios and they basically get hired to come in rebrand they do all the designs i think they do the uniforms they do all this stuff and it's always something outlandish right Mm -hmm. it's gonna get your attention uh, because that's kind of what sells in minor league sports. And then there's all of these metrics where, you know, some of these teams went from one of these teams sold like $2 million worth of revenue in yeah. their first year when their ticket sale revenue is like $150,000. Well, and, and, and $2 million is like more than the entire team is making combined. Probably. Yeah. This is like some, you know, 8,000 seat stadium a minor league ball somewhere, single A ball somewhere. And like, they can turn $2 million. Like people like I own, I own a, uh, God, what's, is it, it might be the Paul Tuckett hot weenies shirt. Okay. Because their logo is a dachshund in a, 
hot dog bun running around like a crazy person. I've I am I'm part of the problem. Minor league baseball might be the real normal sport. Oh, dude. Yeah, you would have a field day with minor league baseball. But but Liv should Brandius or whatever the, the name of that that organization is, that's that's who Liv should have hired because it's yes. I you know, minor league baseball is really interesting. You and I played at a yeah, there you go. There they go. Yeah. You and I played at a much lower level than minor league, but we were between high school and minor league baseball and and kind of saw the path to get there. And it's such a, you know, we, we talk a lot in golf about it's such a grind, mini tours and like corn ferry and all this stuff. Minor league baseball makes corn ferry tour look like luxury. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's, there are, um, I mean, these are affiliated teams. You know, you're, you're affiliated with teams that have payrolls in the hundreds of millions of dollars. You, you might be getting paid a couple hundred bucks a week. You're staying with a host family. You are on buses for God knows how long every single week. It is, it is, it's a tough scene. It's, it's very minor. It's very uh, mini tour ish, but without the. I, I would maybe tantamount to like a Latin America or, or Canadian tour type situation. Yeah. I would think. Um, and it's not I, like there's an overnight. I feel like in golf, there's at least like kind of like almost like a chance to be like an overnight thing. You go out, you win once, you win a second time, something like that. Minor league baseball, it's like, well, I got to put together like three good months and then hopefully mm -hmm. I can up. And maybe I got to put together like six good months then. And then I, it's just. It is a grind. Yeah. I mean, I remember I played with some guys that I played with a guy at Oklahoma State who he was probably the best baseball player I've ever seen, like ever played with or against. He was just, just I mean, just did stuff that you're like, this is his name is Corey Brown. He was unbelievable, like just so gifted, so strong, so quick, so good. And he made it to like triple A. Yeah. Is that sick? I don't I don't. <laughs> it is like what I, mean, I saw a lot of guys and you know so, so much of that is like right place right time yes but but it's it's that i think that's one of the beautiful things about golf is it's like well if you didn't you, in, in other sports you can always say well i was in the wrong place at the wrong time golf you kind of just I was trying to tell my wife the other day, like, I'm so much better than my score. And she's like, your score is your score. <laughs> she got you there. She did. And <laughs> uh, and that's that's like one of the cool things about golf that's kind of been just in tatters over the last year and a half. Uh, so anyway, en enough about that. Let's talk about the Sony Open. All right, let's talk about the Sony Open. So where we stand at the moment, uh, we've got obviously the early wave is done. We've got uh, the vast majority of the leaderboard coming from the early wave. There are a couple of late chargers here. We were talking before we went on air. I'm not positive this round is going to get finished tonight. Uh, we'll see, especially some of these guys who still have six holes to play or so. But for the vast majority of the day, Taylor Montgomery has been on top of the leaderboard. He did it with nine birdies. That's the most of anybody on Thursday. Six pars, three bogeys, a six under 64 KP. He has continued what was a really good fall into now his first start of January. Yeah, it's interesting. He he played so well at the beginning of 
2023. So a year ago, I think he finished fifth at, at uh, Palm Springs and just really fell off middle of the season. I, th- I think Patrick was the one that kind of called that out recently, uh, popped back up in the fall. I think he finished top 10 at the RSM, but that was his first top 10 since, uh, yeah, here it is since American express, I think in January. So he didn't have any top tens between then. I, I, you know, it, it's a it it's not like the Dubai leaderboard where you're like, oh, Rory is like five up on most of the field and he's hitting it great. This is more like Taylor Montgomery is kind of tied or one up or two up on like thirty guys, right? And he putted really well. So you're kind of like, yeah, we'll see, you know. Yeah, the scoring average uh, right now is, you know, a hair under par. So if you're under par, you're basically within five shots of the lead. And with what I mean, it's going to be windy again on Friday. I mean, there there's just a lot of golf to be played. I don't think that Taylor Montgomery is the odds on favorite to win this by by any stretch of the imagination. Now, he is being chased down at the moment by Cam Davis. I mean, t- Taylor yeah. Montgomery was just a, a fixture on top of this leaderboard all day long. It's been like eight hours. His name has been on the top of the board, and Cam Davis is out on the golf course right now. He's on the 16th hole. He just hit his approach to eight feet, so he is going to have a birdie look to get to seven under par and take the outright lead. Uh, and he still has 18 to play, which is very, very easy. So all likelihood, Cam Davis is is probably going to be our, our first round leader. Maybe somebody else could play spoiler to that in a second. But uh, a, a big bounce back from what we saw from him at the century. Yeah, it is. I, I, I'm I'm way into Cam Davis. I, I love Cam Davis. I think you're probably in that camp as well. And I think... Um, I don't know. I, I you want to see he he kind of pops up here and there. You want to see like a breakout year from him, you know. I think Cam Davis in some ways could be who people think Cam Champ is. Um, that's they're a little different. Cam, Cam Davis is not as fast. He doesn't have the ball speed that that uh, Cam Champ has. Uh, what is this? A, this is a scorecard. Oh, is this the Rick Run Good? This um, is, oh, Josh. Yes, this is the the Rick Run Good Event Center. Yes. Yeah. Tell me. Tell. Do like 30 seconds on that, just how that came to be and why you did it. And I I was actually on there this morning looking at European tour stuff. Yes. So long story short, it's a we call it the event center. It's a live shot by shot tracker for both the PGA Tour and the European Tour. It's got strokes gained. It's got the, the plot. You know, you can see it on the on the course, all that stuff. Um, the reason that I wanted to do it is, and we've talked about this before. You and I talk a lot about like the Rick Run Good business ecosystem, and I thought I always thought Rick Rungood kind of looked forward. I thought it always looked uh, back with historical data, and it didn't have much for for live stuff. Yeah. And my North Star KP is always like, what do I think is cool, and what would I use? I'm the biggest power user of my website, so I was like, what I would want is like a really sick, easy to use tracker where I can see all the shots 45 seconds after they happen, and do it for the European Tour and do it for the PGA Tour and um i hooked up with with img who's big into golf data now and they do like three of the major championships the Ryder cup they have a deal with the dp world tour they have a deal with the pga tour and uh kind of kind of made it happen it's amazing and and i i I don't know i don't know what all you can share but i i was i was on there trying to figure out some european tour stuff this morning 
and it seemed more detailed even than europeantour.com yeah so so img they i mean they're like a player right so they they go out and they do all the tracking themselves so they've got like 60 guys out there with like ipads and backpacks and um the craziest part about it is when the ball comes off the club they use like it's like a simulator right like they know okay because of this launch angle because of this trajectory we know where it's probably going to land so like within like a millisecond of the ball coming off the club they're already saying it's going to be in the left rough mm. and then and then when it actually stops rolling somebody with a ipad and gps like like maps it and and it's just it's very detailed it's constantly getting more detailed yeah i mean it's it's pretty it's pretty incredible what they do this looks like what the the uh, the open championship used for their stuff is that right uh i believe that is correct i believe the only one that the, the uh, i believe the masters is the only one that that img is not working with yeah okay and we also saw this i don't know if you remember kp but when we were in phoenix uh you know how you could see into some of like the hospitality and they had huge screens of like you know you could see each group going through on yeah. like big screen like that's 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 what this is it's really cool I, i'm i'm excited for you I, i've already i've already used it and i think what you said something earlier that i think i probably need to do more often which is follow your nose you know what 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 am not to turn this into like a lesson on like making content maybe maybe it should be maybe people maybe that's the only people that are watching right now but <laughs> Um, your take, you're a good, like, you have to trust yourself as a tastemaker. Are you a good tastemaker or not? First of all, you have to be self-aware enough to know if you're a good tastemaker or not. And if you are, then you have to trust like, huh, like, what would I want? You know, what, what, what itch do I have that I would want to go scratch? And I think that that's where, um, you and I have found some success. We've, we've failed in that area a lot too, but I think there has come some success from doing those types of things because you can get caught up in all these formulas and like oh well if you do this then this and it's like i don't know man like just make cool stuff that you think is cool and that you think that you want and other people will probably want it too or or jumping at every suggestion right someone's like oh hey i wish i could see x y and z and it's like okay let me try to do that and it's like to to you know please one person uh and then you're doing that a hundred different times it's just it's because that fine line that person might be not a good tastemaker correct correct anyway cam davis, uh, cam davis. <laughs> uh, in, during that 30 seconds uh <laughs> cam davis has made his fourth birdie in a row he has taken the lead he's gonna play uh 17 right now which is playing over par but then he is going to finish up on 18 which is one of the easiest holes on the golf course so all likelihood cam davis is going to be your overnight leader the only guy still out there who's who's probably capable of giving him a run is norman Zhang. let's yeah. go really yeah. The Exciting. year of Norman is upon us. He goes out in 30. He's made three straight pars on 10, 11, 12. So he still has, oh, of course, he just made bogey on 13. So he <laughs> drops back down to four under, gave that little curse right there. But Norm Monday qualified into this. So he he has his PGA Tour card, but was like, um, I think he was like first or second alternate. Monday qualified in, and now he's trying to take advantage and make a run at this thing. Yeah, he he's kind of it, it's weird. He he's a late bloomer in the sense that um professionally he's a late bloomer. I remember watching him 
whenever the NCAAs were at Carson Creek and Stillwater, I, I went up to, to cover it and just to kind of watch. And I think that was 2017. It was the Matthew Wolf, uh, Victor Hovland team. And, uh, I remember watching Zhang for a little bit and I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is just the sound was so different. He was, he was just, it was, it was incredible. And, and I think that was the year there was a kid, maybe producer Josh can look this up. The kid that won was kind of a nobody was not a, a, big prospect he was a left-hander from like a small college uh i can't remember where but he ended up winning and and i think he was playing with Zhang, and you're just like these are these guys don't even play the same sport and, and so it was it was interesting and and i think a little bit sad to see Zhang struggle as a pro early but all that to say he's kind of come all the way back around and uh i watched him a little bit today he seemed very just jovial and like just excited like it, it was it was i'm i'm rooting for him i'm i'm excited about what he could be uh he's the best player i've ever played with so like i've played a round yeah. with him and he it, it is it was insane what he was doing and it was at a time where he had no status anywhere was in the worst form he's probably ever been in and i'm like oh my god i've never even imagined half of this stuff what was the most impressive part um, I don't know if you, so there's a hole at, uh, TPC summer and it's 13. It's the par five on the back where he was absolutely imprisoned over that green. The, the, the green is, uh, you, you can't see the surface. He's way down below it. He's in thick rough. There's just no chance to even get this ball on the green. And he hit the greatest, softest, most beautiful shot I've ever seen. Got, got it to bite and he sunk it for Eagle. And I was like, I'm, I'm very shook right now. Yeah. As you should be. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've played with some guys like that. And, and I think that for me, it's the consistency of just being able to hit the same shot over and over and over and over and over again. Right. To where you're like, yeah, I could maybe get into one and I hit one drive every seven rounds, like 325 down the middle and you do it like every single time i mean not not literally because they miss fairways and they hit bad shots but when you're playing with somebody like that it feels like it's every time um so yeah anyway excited for for norman jong this week uh we are going to that's basically the top of the leaderboard cam davis out in front two holes to play taylor montgomery Aaron Rye, Austin Eckert, Steven Yeager, Webb Simpson, all at five under. They're all in the clubhouse. We're going to hit some notables, and we're going to talk about Brock Everett after a quick word from our partners. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Brock Everett, was that the name you were looking for? It is. Soft hitting lefty. I bet he's not thriving in the pros. <laughs> I wonder what his world rank is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk a couple of notables here. Chris Kirk, four under 66, bogey free. Now, he was on the easier side of things, but there are plenty of bogeys out there. A sound and steady birdie on 17, birdie on 18, birdie on five, birdie on nine because he started on the 10th hole. And Chris Kirk is right back in it again for a second week. Uh, Brock Everett, by the way, 12 events as a pro ever. Best finish was T35, hasn't played anywhere since 2021. I don't think he's a professional golfer. I'll try to find out what he's doing right now. Which is crazy. Uh, yeah, Chris Kirk, my one-and-done guy. Uh, I, I read his 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 quotes, his transcript afterwards, and he was talking about how, you know, even though I sort of picked him because I, I didn't think there would be any – I didn't think he would get, like, too – ahead of himself in winning a tournament he just he's kind of a steady guy just kind of stays in his world does his thing and he talked about how it was actually hard to sleep for a couple of days because he was so excited uh which which was cool like that was that was uh fun to read uh, but he said he's he's kind of back in the groove this week and i mean he's just playing great golf right like to go out here uh clean card four birdies 66 following what he did 29 under at, at kapalua he's just Kevin Kisner said this on the broadcast last week. He's like, 2023 is probably the best golf he's, you know, as good as he's played in a long time. You can go back to what, 14 when he won the playoff, uh, a playoff event and finished second in the FedEx Cup. And and I would put this run kind of right there with what he did in 2014. Uh, Brock, Everett is, Brock Everett is currently a market analyst for a company called Intercontinental Exchange in Atlanta. So that's what he is up to. Eric Cole, there were not many bogey free 66s chris kirk had one eric cole had one these are guys i don't know what to do with eric cole i didn't think this was a particularly a great spot for him um i i, I wasn't confident about the way that he that he hits it off the tee he did plenty and he is inside the top 10 again didn't somebody have him okay i had him to win 
And I thought somebody else had him for something. Oh, I had him. I had him to top 20. There you go. Oh, yeah, you were. Yes. Okay. That's, I was so far so good. I was all over him. Josh. Okay. Josh has him. Okay. Maybe this is what I was thinking of. Josh has him, has him in one and done. Uh, Eric Cole is, man, I, I'm, I'm really interested by this year because you, you look at him and you're not, you don't think like, oh, could contend at majors, but man, he's playing really well at, I know Sony's not, you know, a big boy event, but he's playing very well at some, like just everywhere. Like he's, he's, I would say he's one of the hottest players in the world right now, which if you just told a random golf fan that they'd be like, who, right? Like if some, somebody that just watches the majors or the U S open, they're like, I've literally never heard of Eric Cole. And you're like, I don't know, man. Like he's one of the hottest players that it, like one of the hottest golfers in the world right now. So, um, he, he finished, right? This is yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's 66. Yeah. I mean, his fall was fourth. 35th, third, second, third. Then he went 14th at the century. He's in the mix here. And his 2023 was good enough to win him rookie of the year. So, I mean, it's just, it's remarkable, remarkable stuff. Uh, let's get to Ludwig here, who I believe just wrapped his round and even par round of 70. It's going to be a hair worse than field average T65. Uh, it was a slow start. He went out in, in one over. He made a double on five where he had to play backwards he made a bogey on eight he was able to kind of right the ship uh, with birdies on 9 10 and 11 kp but um he's in it he's in it i don't know what else to say yeah uh, you know i watched some of his round and at one point i was like how is he one under it doesn't it does not feel like he should be one under uh yeah i don't i don't have a ton on him either i mean he should be guy's swing is just so good it's not it's not just the driver it's watching him hit irons today and it's just so easy it just it, it's almost it's not fred couples like because i think fred and you know ernie ells those guys their swings are like the easiest ever with with great speed but man it's kind of like adjacent to that which is just awesome to watch miss left on three miss left on five miss left on six missed left on eight um well he missed left on 10 but it was green side so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna beat him up for for that one missed left <laughs> on 13 um then he started overcorrecting. missed right on 14 missed right on 15 i mean he he just he's missed right on 18 he sprayed it off the tee i yeah think, i mean if he finds like three more fairways tomorrow what uh what happened on five i didn't see that Five, I actually got I got these two confused. So eight is when he had to pitch backwards. Five, he was uh in the trees on the left and just and there's a like that water that cuts in front and he just kind of like left it, he just punched it out in front of that. And then he flew the green on his third and was in like a pretty horrible spot. And then his third came up like he like just got it on top in the fringe, and then it was like a straight downhill putt. I mean, it was it, he just made a mess of the thing. I think one problem that he has now is just there's so many guys up there that yeah you can make a run but this this is kind of the the type of place where you need to put just four like consistently good rounds together you know now he's going to have to have he will have to have the round of a day, uh, round of the day on on one day yeah right right totally like something special like a 62 or you know whatever uh which he could I mean he's obviously done that before but 
yeah, he's been inconsistent to start the year. It's a little bit of what I thought of, hey, short, uh, short-term short sell, long-term buy as much as you can. Uh, we'll, we'll open it up to anybody else in a second, but Will Zalatoris is back in this field. He shot a 76. He is in a tie for 140th. There are only two golfers uh, currently done worse than him, and there is – there is one who will be Hunter Larson's 18 over, but Will oh. Zalatoris making his uh, 2024 debut, and it was pretty ugly. KP, I think there was at least a little bit more optimism about. You know, he said in his in his um, pre-tournament interview, he's he's played 20 rounds since the Hero World Challenge. He's been playing competitive money games. It did not translate. No, and this is what we saw at Hero, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. I did see that shot he hit on nine. That was sick. That was, was sick. He hit, was, stuffed it to like a couple feet and and rolled it in for for eagle. Yeah. It was a it was a really good shot. Uh, the putting is just I don't I don't know. I mean, he still has the the thing, and he's using the long putter, and he still has like the pausey yippy stroke. Yeah. I, I I mean, is it going to be just a Lucas? Like, is he Lucas Glover? I think I saw Lucas Glover missed about an 18-inch putt today. Ugh. Let me see if I can find it. Remember when people wanted to bet the Ryder Cup that he figured out putting? Dude. I think you were on that. No. That train. Now, I, you, wanted, you wanted Keegan, right? I wanted Keegan big time. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. Uh, uh, yeah, Zaltors was was bad. I, I, I mean whatever right like i don't care about sony i don't care about wherever he plays next i i, I want to see where he's at at augusta four months from now right like just take the spring figure it out get used to the the body the swing all that stuff uh but yeah it wasn't i mean it's not great it's it's probably not what he expected i you know guys like that especially just I know he's playing here in Merido and in, in Dallas and playing a ton and I'm sure shooting great scores. So you, you don't go out there thinking like, well, I hope I can hold it together. He's probably going out there thinking I'm going to shoot 66 and then you shoot 70, 76. And uh, that's got to be a little bit jarring. I also know he's a professional and I'm not going to like try to cut him a million breaks, but it does suck to like, okay, I'm going to get back out there. Now it's blowing 25 miles an hour and gusting to like 32 every single yeah. shot. And I'm rusty and I don't know my trajectories or how to, I, you know, I'm all screwed up already. So. Yeah. It, and, and producer Josh just said something. I was, I was thinking this today during his round, he said it, it's, you know, is it something where Zalatoris were like, man, his swing was awesome until his back broke down. And then it wasn't awesome, and he just sort of faded away. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. I hope that's not the case, but I, that's that's imp- that's on the table, it's right? Definitely on the table. I'm, but I'm like two years away from declaring that. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He. I mean, that's the thing. He was so good. It'd be different if he was like one of the like Pearson Cootie, right? But he was. He was like he almost won three majors. Sorry. And so, and so you get, you get a lot of leeway and benefit of the doubt there. Uh, Lucas Glover missed a 16 inch putt today. That is one foot, four inches. That's not good. 
Jeez. Uh, Scheffler almost missed one that short last year. I was reading your your newsletter. I think he missed a two two foot seven. Two, I think it was two eleven. But yeah. Oh. Two, I mean, this this is half of that. I know. My I took my kids to play golf today. I think my four year old missed a one one foot eight inch putt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I she did. Actually, I don't even think his touched the hole. Hers definitely didn't. <laughs> Anybody else? KP. Um, I mean, Keegan held his round together. Corey Connors is even par. The the golf course was easier in the morning. It's it's going to be windy basically all day tomorrow. Gary Woodland back for the first time, shot a seventy one. Any of these interesting to you? I mean, Woodland, it's it's a crazy story. It, it really really um, encouraging, cool story. He shared it. We wrote it up. He shot seventy one. Said it's the happiest he's ever been shooting over par. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I mean that's obviously awesome. I think, I think Chris Kirk going back to back would be a really, that would be cool, you know. And and obviously there's other interesting storylines up there. We haven't even gotten to Alejandro Toasty. Oh, 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 oh. he's uh, menace. He is. He might be the menace. Oh my god. He's he's a. Uh, he was sitting sitting, on yeah. the, by the green green side, waiting for his playing partners to hit up hit their approaches up. He's the best. Incredible. Like just no does not care. Uh so yeah, it is a fun fun little first day. It should be a should be a good weekend. Very quickly, uh, it's probably a fool's errand, but because the odds are changing every second. Cam Davis currently the favorite to win. He's six and a half to one. Everybody else is basically twelve to one or longer. Chris Kirk is at eleven to one, which honestly at this point, pretty darn good. Two shots off the lead, playing great golf, eleven to one. I think I could get in on that. That's that's probably where I would look on this yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, I think him, uh, Cole. Cole's just been so good in in like really good fields. Yeah, that I think he gets a little bit of, of benefit of the doubt there when when it's not as good of a field. I, I I think he's playing the type of golf where you're like, I think he could finish in the top five, which at sixteen to one after round one is is kind of kind of intriguing. Luke List three shots back, fifty to one. You're all in on. It might be the the year of the list. I, I think so. I think so. It's going to be Norm and List, th- three total wins. That would be. That's that's like that's a ton. No that chance. would be sick. It'd be sick though. I'd be excited for that. Okay, uh, we'll be back Friday night. I don't think they're going to get this round in. We'll get back. We'll be back Friday night. Uh, Saturday night and Sunday night to recap the rest of the Sony open, open, open uh, big. Thanks to producer Josh is all the hard work behind the scenes. Uh, you can find Kyle Porter on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick run good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves, demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop, make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd, only on Paramount Plus.